0: Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment
1: Awesome, awesome You guys are about to be enlightened me too So uh, I want to start off by saying Hello Eric, I love you And welcome Kim Boyd I love you And you have done so much healing for me And of course others And I really am grateful to you Um but also, um, I want thank to thank you. you. Oh, so I, I also want to uh, thank everybody for your words of encouragement and love from my horrible near death experience in Norway. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, God. I just would not want anybody to be in my body at that time to feel what I felt. It was really not good. Anyway, it's over. Learn from it. Carry your cell phone uh, when you go hiking and uh and other things, so um anyway, so of course, most of you guys who are friends of chilling Eric or into any of this stuff want to communicate across the veil, I mean really, we maybe with our higher self, maybe with our guides, our guardian angel, maybe our uh our deceased loved one, and you know, of course, a lot of us think, well, my third eye is clamped shut, nothing happening I'm third eye blind okay but according to Kim and Eric that's not true it really isn't closed shut yes yeah, we can open it more and Eric through Kim Boyd and of course Kim herself will tell us how we can do that seriously imagine the power you know the, this power that's always been ours to across, uh, across against, uh, communicate across the across against the communicate across the veil so I will let Eric and Kim, take it away. And after twenty to thirty minutes, then we'll take uh, calls from listeners.
2: Okay. Well, Eric says, "I love you, Mom." And he so he he thought this would be a good subject to cover. Um, I'm frequently asked from clients, "Why is my third eye black, And Eric says. First, we should probably start with there's a lot of misconceptions about what third eye function actually is. He says that a lot of people believe that if your third eye is open, you're going to be having visions all the time, and it's just going to be at will, and you're going to be able to picture it and see it. You'll ask a question, and it'll pop into your mind, and he says that's not quite how it works. He says it's, that's a six-dimensional thing using your third eye. And he says it's very fluid and in motion. And he says, so for most people, they're going to get little, they'll get glimpses. And then some people who work as psychic mediums may get more of a glimpse. Some, um, some people will even have like a movie possibly run. It'll look like movie pictures spreading through their mind. That's only cool. happened to me once in my entire life. Yeah. And he says, so, one of the things, you know, um, the third eye is really that center that is about spiritual ecstasy. It's where you experience the beauty and the magic and the meaning of life. Mm. And the pineal gland is involved, and we all know, we've all heard stories about the pineal gland um, calcifying from... Uh, fluorides in the water and the the toothpaste. Yeah, is that the government trying to
1: shut us down or, you know, block us or not?
2: Eric says yes, that okay, the way he puts it is that these things are put into the minds of scientists who believe they're doing it for the better good. They don't have an understanding of what they're doing. Right, Mm. but the people who are influencing them know full well, and it, it basically is meant for us to shut, shut down our ability to see beyond the physical realm. And he well, why do they want to the, do that? Because yeah, we don't want us want to knowing do that? our full power. Um, Ooh, not, hmm. I wouldn't say necessarily government, but we would call them maybe the powers that used to be the global elite. Oh. They don't want us to know our truth, hmm. to be able to see the truth once Assholes. you start seeing the truth, you know things are exposed. They don't want us to know. Mm. So, but he says like, so one of the third eye functions is people who have the ability to picture and execute, you know, something they want to accomplish. She's saying like, say for instance, you mom, you you use your third eye function all the time in your practice as a doctor.
3: Oh God! So you yeah, are able I can feel what people
2: have. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, so you used it all the time, but he said, you're, he said you're like most people where if you had to use it for something you considered psychic, you'd say, no, I can't. I don't know how to do that. But he yeah. said, so when people actually, when they believe their third eye is blocked, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. They'll block it. They won't see the signs. Oh, yeah. They won't utilize them. And then it, then it does stop. doesn't get as much exercise. Yeah, thought creates reality. It, it's right. it's your perception, right? That's right.
1: Yeah, it's so weird though. Uh, I never knew I was a medical intuitive um, until I got into all, all this stuff. It's like, and, and when I watch these medical mysteries, it's like, bam! I know exactly what these people have, like, like within five minutes. Ah, oh, Wagner's granulomatosis. That's it. Oh, and my husband's like, what the? You know what? it's like when they come up with the, Oh yeah, that's this, that's this, that's this. What, what, what?
2: Mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. not
1: given enough information, but it's not that I'm just all that in a bag of chips. Okay. It's just that, um, you know, it's source giving me this. It's, you know, it's not that I'm better than it's just for some reason I'm fed this stuff. So and I like it because I can do less tests on people anyway.
2: Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's saying he's saying exactly. Um, he's saying so. So you have used it your whole life, and he said it, it's just been the belief about the spiritual thing that, that's the only thing that's preventing it. But he's saying for those of us that have, um, you know, struggle with this, um, he's saying some of the some of the things that can block it are fear. When someone, he says, specifically, if you are staying in denial about something and refusing to look at the truth because you're afraid of it. He's saying, I take an example, like say a relationship that's not working out. The man or the woman knows this is not a good thing. They got to leave. They got to break free and Mm -hmm. start over. But they're afraid to. They're afraid financially or whatever. So they go along with things, pretending they're okay pretending they're not noticing how irritated they are by that other person or that that other person's having a fear <laughs> or whatever it is. He, he says, if you refuse to look at the truth in things, you shut down your third eye function. How it's like true. a muscle that grows weak. Yeah. It's temporary. Shuts down, opens up, shuts down, opens up. Um. Also, you know, if we had scary scenes that we saw as children, you know. Oh, we when were, after our third I was really open? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we would tend to shut it down because we would not want to know the truth. It would make us feel unsafe. Um, and so, you know, so he's talking about some other things, too, that can affect it is, um you know, we're supposed to be in the sun, we're supposed to have some sun, sunlight, and it's so advertised uh, to use, you know, the sunscreens and the sunglasses that we've, we've cut out the sun's ability to affect our pineal gland in some cases. So mm. he's not saying um, no sunscreen, no sunglasses ever, but he's saying use some common sense because well, you those know, things oh, well. really are good for you.
1: Lucas's doctor mm-hmm. once told him, uh, Lucas's doctor uh, uh, told him that the first thing in the morning, what you need to do is m- make sure sunlight hits your shins. I don't know why. Well, that maybe does melatonin. Maybe it's the calves, but I think it's the shins of the legs. So there, there's something about that. Y'all can Google it. Uh, okay, so hmm. are children, did, are they born with their third eye all open all the time? I mean
2: for real for the most part they are unless they have some crappy past life that just came out of or whatever that could happen yeah um yeah but for the most part they do and they they think it's normal um until they start hearing other people talk and tell them things that's not normal then they'll, they'll shut it down um For instance, like one of my children, you know, I I didn't know I was even as intuitive at the time, but I heard her telling one of her friends, it was around Christmas time, and they were talking about making out a letter for Santa or whatever. And my Mm -hmm. daughter says to her, well, we don't do that. Our mom just reads their minds and buys their presents. Oh, gosh. That's (laughs) hilarious. You know, that was just normal. And so she would have keep, kept using it until somebody told her it wasn't normal or until she was scolded or or oh. made friends uncomfortable, then would have turned off her abilities, that type of thing. Oh, yeah, but of course. So, so Eric's saying, so when you are using your third eye, if, okay, he's talking about you can do it in a way that, not, if you're not grounded, it's a really scary thing. And he asked me to talk about this. Um, this was some years ago. And I don't know what it was that made my third eye pop open like that. But I was walking down some wooden steps out the back door in our home. And all of a sudden, these solid steps turned into a bunch of moving molecules that were only held in place as wood and steps by my thoughts. And that's a real high-dimensional concept. And in the moment mm. I knew that, I was very scared because I didn't know if these molecules were going to support me getting down the steps and if they were going to hold their form. And I got down as quickly as I could, and I was dizzy and nauseous, and I didn't feel good. Eric says that's a sure, pretty sure sign you're not grounded. Oh, I had wow. another thing happen just more recently that was grounded, and I'll tell you what the the difference was. So I'm gonna go run an errand, and backing out my driveway, I see a teenage couple, maybe 17, a man, a boy, and a girl, walking along, and I see this little, maybe 18 month old toddler, kind of ducking behind <coughs> cars, you know, as they're walking and hiding behind trees and lagging along, and I'm looking better, going. Why are they letting that little tiny girl run around like that? That's kind of dangerous. So I'm backing out, and I'm looking for because I, you know, obviously I'm going to back out of my driveway, and I don't care. I actually get out and look, and then it hits me. That's not a live baby. That's a baby. That's a baby that's coming to them. Oh, wow. And as I'm driving by, she's not there. I'm wondering, hmm, I wonder if I should tell them. And I thought, no, that's not appropriate. Don't tell them. So then I oh, drive I mean, a little farther Oh, down I would the have road. a hard time resisting. Wow. I know. I, mm. I drive a little farther down the road, and I look in my rearview rear mirror. There's that little girl again. She's walking between them with her little spirit hands holding on to them. You know, and then I wonder, okay, How I'm having visions. Can, can I even drive? Should I go home and wait till I feel better? But I checked. It's like, no, I'm not sick. I'm not dizzy. I'm not nauseous. I feel fine. The difference was is I just popped into a vision, came back to normal reality, where that other time was my third eye popped open, and I didn't know what to do to get it shut or how I even got it open, because I was not grounded, but the next time I was. So he he says that's the difference.
1: So you have to be grounded Um, if you want to fully control the aperture of your third eye?
2: If you want to, if you want, yes, if you want to utilize your third eye, if you do not do it in a grounded manner, it could be kind of dangerous. Oh, okay. I mean, just from the fact that you could be so dizzy that, you know, you just like you were doing in the Face baseman. Yeah. Um,
1: And I I guess uh, (laughs) what you have to do also is just like put the intention out there that nothing, no harm is going to come to you when you will your, you know, third eye open, Uh, but also what is your preferred method, Eric, of grounding, uh, you know, before you say, third eye, open, decimus. Eric says his preferred, the one he
2: likes the best is to imagine you're a tree. Or stand next to a tree and just really kind of feel its energy, feel its roots going deeply into the earth, kind of merge with it. Imagine your energy going deeply into the earth. He says that helps quite a bit. I bet. What about you, Kim? Um, what do
1: you like to do? What What's your favorite method?
2: My favorite method is where I'm doing what I always do with, with, do You want to work with you where I take you through the thirteen dimensions, ground them into the earth, and then bring them back up to my solar plexus. That's Oh yeah, I okay, think. yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Oh.
2: So and then so so, so.
1: so should people stop taking in fluor- fluoride toothpaste or any kind of fluoride? He
2: said that's really a personal decision between you know that, that each individual has to make um he's saying the dental industry will because some people do exhibit health problems they kind of deny it um yeah you know so he's he says it's really not something that's widely accepted by traditional dental but he says there are alternative dentists out there that will take the the feelings out of your teeth and that kind of thing and he says check with those um those dentists for advice and see what what they can do for you for teeth strengthening because he's making me feel like they would yeah. have some really good alternatives.
1: Yeah, um, I mean you could, but if you have dentures, it ain't no problem. But are there any what, right. what alternatives to fluoride do you have to prevent caries? Because you know cavities, they are link, you know if you have that, it's, it's linked to heart disease and all sorts of horrible things, including your pets. People, mm-hmm. I brush Bella's teeth every mm-hmm. day. In the morning, and then with coconut oil in the evening. But go ahead. Maybe coconut oil is the answer. I don't know. Well, he's what, talking
2: what? about, you know, he's talking about, like, with the heart disease and that. Isn't that due to bacteria? I think that's what he's saying. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the fluoride is about strengthening the teeth. And right. So he he's saying to check with an alternative dentist. He's making right. me feel like they would know okay a way to help you but that I don't have the name of it. He couldn't give it to me. He's, he's also fun. talking that, about uh, certain foods in your diet oh, opening your oh, third eye okay. too. Yeah. Oh. Um okay which specifically grapefruit, pineapple oh. blueberries, leafy <laughs> green vegetables. And he talks about t- consuming enough water.
4: Oh, awful
2: of that.
4: Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, you yeah, can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he
2: was also um, talking to me the other day. I was watching another medium talking about turmeric. She makes a turmeric okay. mask and puts it over her third eye, and um, oh. she swears by it. But Eric, Eric said there is something to that. Cool. Um, now I know you can't
1: like certain crystals over your third was, eye too, but. I, I
2: I've heard
1: uh, crystals you can tape over your third eye or something like that, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Right. And you just read his mind. I mean, you were communicating with him because he was just talking about that. Oh, wow. And he was talking about um, there's a stone called Iolite. It's a bluish purple stone. And that personally is the most effective one that I found. Mm. Another one is sodalite. Oh, That's yeah, kind like of a effect. navy blue stone. Um, um,
1: I have that, but I don't have iolite.
2: Um, I'm going to have to yeah. look that up. Cool. He talks about uh, um, clear quartz and amethyst being helpful as well.
1: Okay, but your favorite is iolite, Eric? Or did, did different people react differently? That to different crystals? was
2: my favorite. Oh, I see. Um, okay. Eric, Eric says people react differently to different crystals. I well, that's so complicated then. And okay. that Eric says that that is one mm-hmm. of the better ones, one that he would probably put first or second on the list. Okay, the ILA. All right.
1: Anything else that uh, like certain music, certain chakra cleansing tones, <laughs> anything
2: or anything else that that uh well, will help I'll open see. up the third eye? Um toning to A. A and A sharp will help open the third oh. eye. Toning or chanting. Okay. Or okay. if you could, uh, or if there was something you could download that was like a tuning fork or something that played in A constantly, that would help. Um, okay. Oh, you can probably find oh, it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can probably find that on, on YouTube. Right. He says, if you want to practice something, he says, if you just kind of rub your hands together and then just pull them apart and just bring them back together again. And watch when you start to feel a little heat and a little resistance. If you practice at this a little while and relax your gauge, you're going to feel like, or you're going to see like um, energy coming out of your hands. You may see it between your hands as you pull them apart or bring it together. or You may see it just coming out of your fingertips a little bit. But it'll just look like, a, I'm going to say it looks like a shadow, but it looks like a shadow that's full of light, for lack of a better term. That's cool because, so it's, uh, so that's uh, you know the, what, yeah,
1: when you put your two index fingers kind of close to each other, sometimes if you wiggle them, you can see like, like a little lightning bolt uh, or a little, I don't know, electrical current going between mm-hmm. them. So that's really cool.
2: Right. That's the energy body test. Like, yeah. And then he says the other thing and and he says this is really easy. Anybody if you were to sit outside in nature and just gaze at some plants and some trees. He said on a nice sunny day look up at a tree, look at the leaves and then just in your gaze and just sit there and relax. He said if you in your gaze enough you're going to see it look like molecules darting and moving around the tree. And what you're wow. actually seeing is the life force of the tree. He said that's a really cool. easy one and a really good way to start. Now I, I haven't said, go ahead. He just said, main thing is quit telling yourselves your third eyes are open or uh, quit telling or yourself closed. that your third eyes are blocked. Right. Exactly. Right. That's not helping anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know those, you? Ma- yeah, I'm those,
1: those, those magic pictures you look at and you you, know, you kind of blur your vision and you see. I can never do that because I have uh, amblyopia, right? So, um, so my my eyes are just like don't function to get That they don't function. My depth perception is horrible. So I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm able to do any of that. It's too bad. But I.
2: I he said you. He said, try. He he thinks you will be able to, Mom. Because he's saying not only this is your physical eyes, but he says you're going to engage your third eye doing this too. And so he says the two will work together and you'll see it, he thinks. Okay.
1: Now, one thing I do want to tell you uh, guys about is um, there's this mouthwash you can get called Spry, S-P-R-Y, I'm sure there are others, that is xylitol, and when you swish, uh, you know, your mouth, you know, right before you go to bed, it will explode all the bacteria in your mouth. So that's good. But you cannot let dogs get into it because xylitol is toxic uh, for dogs. Um, but okay, so, Eric, how can we, like, totally break up the calcifications in our pineal uh, glands, if that's even possible? And then we'll go on to callers, unless you have something else to say. Okay.
2: So, he's talking about, okay, all the things we've talked about, and he's talking about, um, uh, what's that word? Is it chelation, where you have the heavy metals taken out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of your system. Yeah. yeah. He's saying that that will help to draw the calcification out of there. He says there's mm-hmm. other tricks on YouTube that you can uh, you can look it up and try. And some will work for one, some people, some will work for another. There's a couple on the Internet who talk about slicing onions, and they tape them to the bottoms of their feet. They swear by this. They wow. say that a slice of an onion, they say that they take it off in the morning, and you can smell, in addition to the uh, onion, you can smell a chemical, and the more and more they do it, the clearer and clearer they get. And, wow. and Eric is saying, yes, that does work for some people. I tried it once. And I just, when I fall asleep, I don't think of that kind of stuff. So Uh, one one not work, that's all I can say. But I believe it would work.
1: I just looked up uh, on YouTube, open third eye instantly. And there's so many things. Instant third eye stimulation, M3. Warning, very powerful. Awaken your third eye in five minutes. 963 hertz. Open third eye. Activation. Open, blah, blah, blah. Pineal glands. Activation. So there's a, a bunch of different things: frequencies mm-hmm. and, and yeah. meditation He's talking and talking about such, the
2: frequencies so. that that those really do work. And he says, yeah, you enjoy with you, your intuition and see yes, what you feel yes. drawn to.
1: Yes, that's a, what exactly I was going to say. It's like you know, you will know what feels right. I mean, of course, there's more than one uh, that would feel right, but uh, yeah, try that. All right, uh, Eric. Anything else mm-hmm. you want to add, or Kim, before we take callers? He says, no, nope, we're ready for callers. Uh, but are they ready for us? That's the real question. All right. We are <laughs> going to, <laughs> let me see here. Let me get on my uh, studio board. Hang on just a minute. Um, all right. We got somebody from the 352
3: uh, area code.
1: Hi there. How are you? Hello. Hey, what's up?
3: This is Jenny.
1: Hi, Jenny. Where are you calling Hi, from? Hi, Jenny.
3: We're actually calling from um, Claremont, Florida, just outside of Orlando, Florida.
1: Okay. What have um, you got for your boy?
3: um, We lost our mom two weeks ago. Um, It was quite sudden. And so I guess my questions are kind of like, we were hoping to get on last week because you guys talked about exit points. So I guess um, I don't know if um eric or if they're able to share any information about her passing but in general um i don't know if this was an exit point for her because what happens when we have mediums like just throughout the years i was raised like this my father was a medium we were part of the spiritualist community so over Hmm. over the years like i had a reading my mom would live a long time like till she was 90 and yeah. different mediums over the years. My mom was going to live this long, long life till she was, yeah. you know, an older. But here she is, 71, passed away oh from God. her a huge blockage that perforated her colon. Oh. So she became septic. Um, did not survive all of that. Maybe um, so I mean, it was, it was the,
1: the free free will involved with the surgeon, Mis- or somebody mismanaging it, or. I'll I don't believe
3: that. so because. She had a lot of issues emotionally that I know that she never dealt with. And I know that they always manifest physically and her entire stomach was just eaten up with inflammation, infection, blockage. And it's like, what could, could she have been here longer? Was this an exit point? Like what? Oh, were the mediums Uh,
1: wrong? Okay. So Eric, what's going on?
2: Yeah. Okay. So er er Eric, Eric is starting with there, you know, there are more than one exit point. And the one that you were being told of, you know, to live till she's 90 was one possibility. And he's saying, you know, you really were kind of answering your own questions. Um, your, mom, your mom is stepping forward too. And she oh. is saying that with me not dealing with the emotional issues, they did faster and faster and faster and faster. And so she said this was an exit point. She said I chose to go that way. I didn't want to linger. She said I didn't want to linger and put my family cuz that's very hard when you're watching someone die. Oh she yeah, that I yeah. did not want to put my family through that. Well, fine. Um, okay. I'm
3: huh?
2: sorry. I didn't What did you me, say, that.
1: Jenny?
3: I said she left so quickly, but I had the feeling. I don't know. if I know sometimes they say, like, our guides or our angels, maybe they look ahead and see what her future would have been with this illness and the care us kids would have had to take of her and that she made a uh, decision. I yeah. think that's how I exactly. kind of I felt like yes. it didn't
2: have to be this way. But, you know, she just got so ill, she, you know. Exactly. That was what she meant by she didn't want, want to linger. Yeah.
1: That's what
2: so, I, so I she, didn't so, so. she didn't want to be sick. So, was there
1: another, uh, you know, timeline where she would not have these, you know, GI problems and she would have uh, had an exit point in her 90s? If so, had, you know, yeah,
2: that, that would have been a possibility for her had she been able to, um, move forward mm. through the emotional issues. Mm. But, um, you know... What, I see. So what Eric's making me feel like is that was such an overwhelming process, um, it's hard for all of us to go through this. And somebody, you know, somebody that's into their 70s, born in a, you know, with, um, in a different time frame, they had, although your parents were more metaphysical, they had... Specific ideals.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So what, yeah.
2: He, what he's saying is that it just um, for her for her to try to stay and hold on, she would have had to deal with all of those issues and come to terms yeah. with them. And she's making me feel like she just didn't have it in her, and just honestly didn't feel like there was even enough time in this lifetime to do it all. I, you know
3: what? I, 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 believe I think it. Jenny that would be. Yeah. I believe that. I do. Jenny, I felt it from her.
1: Oh, wow. You're, so you're intuitive, too. Jenny, maybe it's a good idea for you eventually, you know, maybe give your mom some time to uh, have her and Eric and, and Kim just talk about these, uh, you know, emotional things, uh, you know, and, and was it a past life bleed through? And uh, we talked about that. In a session, Kim and I, and you know that Mm -hmm. that is a pattern that can go through the entire family. Like you know, we talked about the Salem witch hunt, and you know, so and so was involved, and now that this is that my child was this person in that life, and they're having these problems or whatever. Blah blah blah. So maybe it's a really good idea for you to find out the root of all the emotional. Um, uh, uh, stuff she had to deal with and couldn't entirely and how far that spread in the family so anyway that's just my idea mm-hmm. anyway I like that well, I hope yeah. that helps you think any right.
2: yes it does yeah. guys thank you thank you and she, she says if I have one word for you she says take this lesson and know that you can't just bury your issues you have to deal with your emotions Yeah. or, or take take a lesson in this tragedy that yes. yes deal with things in the moment don't let them it don't let like them. it was she tragic. said it ate me alive that's what happened to at date me alive. oh
1: yes yeah.
2: what did she? Uh, what were you about to say jenny I
3: don't know, just that I felt that I went through my own illness, I healed from it, and I feel like I broke the cycle, because she and I are almost cut from the same cloth, we had a lot of the oh same issues, gosh. and I had
4: so be healed from them,
3: and I kept wanting her yeah. for probably the last five, six years, I'm like, mom, we can eat better, we can do this better, and I was constantly yeah. trying, but you know, sometimes you push, and people just don't want to, um, uh, they don't want to hear no. it, and I just, just yeah. felt awful in many ways.
1: Sounds like you're talking mm-hmm. about my kids. <laughs> But no, uh, seriously, really, there is, I bet you anything there's past life bleed through into that entire, into your entire family. But anyway, so consider that. And thank you so much, Jenny. I think this is probably going to help a lot of people just hearing what what has been said here. And thank you so much hope for having so. the courage to share it.
3: Thank Appreciate you, ladies. It. And thank you, Eric. Thank you so mm. much. Thank You're you.
1: welcome. God bless. Bye-bye. Wow. That's cool to have this metaphysical family i mean that that's mm-hmm. awesome all right we got somebody from the 409 area code hi there
0: hi elisa it's eleanor uh i called last week on my show i know
1: and you've got to share this with people i don't know if you guys watched <laughs> the the show before but go ahead Ele- oh, eleanor I'll yeah. take it
0: <sighs> okay so, uh, cool. so i called about um my husband, he passed away in November. I was 14 weeks pregnant. Yes. Uh, mm. Him and his mom were very close. We had a falling out, me and his mom, a very, very ugly one. Um, after his close death. Close after close your husband's death, right? Yeah. Yes, after he yes. died. Um, mm. And then um, basically, uh, they couldn't, um, well, they didn't contact me. I didn't contact them. I gave birth. 21 days after giving birth, I got served because they were suing me for visitation or or custody and I was freaking out. I was like, why do they want to take my baby? Mm. And um, yeah, uh, but then I called you guys. I reached out to you um, and I called and Eric told me that um, a phone call would resolve this with the mother. And um, you know, he did imply that there was going to be work, obviously, because we had a falling out, and trust has to be rebuilt. Um, but I did call. I called the day after I called your show last You're week. you so brave. And I you thought, were so brave. God. Oh,
1: thank you. You said so brave. I need to hear that. I need to hear I mean, that. You know, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I mean, seriously, I told you to lead with love and tell your your mother-in-law that this child needs love in in her life. And that, you know, she needs her grandma and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if I could have done that. I swear to God, I don't think I could have done that. Kudos to you.
0: Oh, I was, I was very upset, you know, with my husband, he came through and Kim said Mm. something after the call ended. She said that when we're in a deep grieving state, Um, the anger can be easier to lean on rather than experiencing the grief. And I felt like that was for me as well, you know, because um, I'm on and off angry with my husband, less so every day. Right. Um, (laughs) Yes, of course. Uh, And I'm, I'm thankful he came through and that Eric helped. But um, when I called, I thought maybe she would hang up or maybe she would just start freaking out or be like, you know, part of the temporary restraining order is not to contact me. What do you, you know, like oh, no. ugly, See, that's why that I would not happen have happen the at all. to do
1: that. I would not have the balls oh. to do what you did because of that. Shame
0: on me. I was angry, but some of the things that my husband said when he came through were so personal, like as in I had not mm-hmm. told people that he said that he would never leave me the day before he died. So when he mm. finished with that, I was like, That's and this is what he wants. I can't read any signs. I'm not there, you know, uh this is what he wants. So I trusted it. I was upset. I was upset. I was just like, Really? You want me to bow to your mom at this point? Really? Really? But then Mm -hmm. I was like I did it. And she accepted it. And actually I think she was relieved. And what I understood from her was that she was um unsure how to contact me or communicate with me because we were never really close when he and I were married. So it's like a person she doesn't is that, know. She,
1: is that because of geography or is it because she's
0: difficult mm. or, or what? or mm. A little bit of everything? Our relationship our relationship was um, difficult, and they were very close. Awesome. And, so she um, was
1: possessive of him
0: uh, over years. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and, and we, we didn't have a long marriage. I mean, it was less than a year, you know, oh, just gosh. under a year. So, yeah. so you know, me and her don't even know each other, basically. Yeah. And uh, she met it with a very open heart. And I think she was so excited just to oh. see me extend an olive branch. Um, and I, I I it was hard to get a word in edgewise because she was doing oh. most of the talking. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. And then she said that she wished that she was at the birth. And I needed her at the birth, you know? So, like, yeah. it was all good. Yeah, oh. yeah. And I'm sending her pictures and videos every day. They're out of town um, until the 13th. Yes. Um, and and, and um, that,
1: baby, that yes. baby looks like your husband so much. And that's got to mean a lot to your mother-in-law. A lot.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. 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 um, So, you know, it's uh, better than I expected. So I know that they really nailed in going in with no expectation. So I'm going to try to work on that. You know, it's going to be a continuous thing. But but she didn't yell at me, didn't hang up on me, totally took my call and was actually relieved that I I made contact
1: Yeah, You know, people, especially I think her, well, everybody, they need to feel needed, and and love leads the way. They need to feel loved, and they need to feel needed, and they need to have something, somebody, whatever, to love. And so I have a feeling your relationship with her is going to blossom, especially if you give her the the respect, I mean, the the understanding that I know you need to love this baby, and I know – this is a connection in part to your son, and I'm yes. cool with that, and I love you, and I'm so grateful to have you and my daughter. Daughter?
0: It's daughter, right? Yeah, it's a daughter, yes. Daughter's <laughs> yeah. wife, so that's awesome.
1: Anyway, thank you so much for calling in. Wow. That's, thank you. I, I'm in. An, and
2: you, I, your husband totally is respect you. in. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, What's Your husband is popping in And he, he's just saying He's just saying thank you He is so happy that you did that oh. And he's oh. saying that his his mom Is going to be a support to you She's going to be an oh, ally thank She's not going to be a in your side So he just be As can be Any other He's whispering in her ear He's whispering in her ear to For her to love you And to love oh. his daughter but he keeps whispering, "Lover, as your own, Lover, as your
0: own. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> How sweet. Oh, see, because he knows my mom was, like, really abusive growing up, and I've had to, like, bow down to her oh, and take oh her. Oh, my God. Yeah.
4: So, you, so need like, <laughs> yes. you need this. Yes.
0: You Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. So he's he knows. I'm sure he's watching. Wow.
1: Wow!
0: Oh, cool. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you, baby. Um, so, yeah, that's all I that's got. Cool. I, I all think, right. Thank I don't you
1: know. for having the courage and the hearing. Oh, Eleanor, Thank awesome. You, You're, Bye, you Ellen, are all that. that. You are, Oh, my God. Thank you so
0: much for calling in, babe. Thank you. You guys have an excellent day. Bye-bye.
1: You too. Call us back Bye-bye. sometime.
0: Okay, will mm-hmm. do. What
1: a sweet story. It made me so happy when I heard that she actually did that, man. That's such courage. All right, all right, all right. All
4: right.
1: Hi there. We got somebody from the 678 area What's up? How you doing? Hi, Elisa. Hello. Who dis?
4: Hi, Kim. Hi, Eric. This Hello. Is Kim from Hello. Marietta. Who are you? Hello. This oh, is Kim okay. from Marietta.
1: Hi. Of course. Hi,
4: you know, I liked your last show, The Earthbound Spirits, Attachments, and Possessions and Ghosts. That was really a good one. I really like that. Oh, good. I'm so glad. But but you heard an EVP that I sent you, and the EVP was imprinted on my phone. Yeah, as I was walking around the park, it was imprinted on my phone, and the EVP said, I think it said, I see a stalker. Now, I've been trying for years to record EVPs, and I intentionally go out and do it and try it, and I've only gotten two in the last, let's say, four or five years. But this one appears on my phone without my asking as my phone is in my pocket as I'm walking around this park. Wow. So this is like like they're speaking me, up. I don't know. So my question to Eric, hey, Eric, my question to Eric is, through through, uh, Kim, was this? Am I crazy? Is this not an EVP? And why is the girl saying I see a stalker? Is what I thought. Or is said. that
1: what she said? And who is that? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Who is it? Why did she say that? And where were you
2: walking? Can I ask that person trying
4: to? Yeah, I was. Create a yeah, there? I was walking in a in a park called Hickory Hills Park, about three blocks from my house, and my phone, my iPhone, was in my pocket. I never used it at all. And when I got home, um, I looked at my phone, and it said, "Oh, there's a there's a message that was left from Hickory Hills Park uh, so that's on said Marietta phone.
1: And I'm going, you "Said Marietta, Georgia, yeah. right?"
4: Mar-
1: okay, Mar- got it. Mar- Marietta, got it.
4: Georgia, correct. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and well, I go, up- I'm- go ahead, Tim."
2: Um, you picked up the spirit of a girl who um, who was murdered.
4: That's that's,
2: what I thought You picked up up the EVP Of a girl who was
4: murdered
1: In that park?
4: That's what I thought Let me ask if it was in that park That's exactly what I thought
2: You need to Google Google murders in that park She was was abducted in that park She was abducted in that park Or followed to that park
4: And she was murdered Wow you know, that's what I thought. And, you know, we live in a small city of Marietta outside of Atlanta. And, you know, these kind of crimes happen all the time. And yeah. we as a general public are not aware of them, uh, mainly mm-hmm. because, well, you know, what newspaper are they going to appear in because of this little town? And the other thing is there's probably an ongoing investigation. yeah, And that's, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I thought. I thought this has got to be a girl that has been stalked. And, and Yeah, Jim, you are very intuitive.
1: Stuff. You're you're super intuitive. Oh my God. Okay, well, so let me ask yeah. James, uh, Eric one question. Should he continue his research uh, with EVPs, and if so, why? I mean,
2: what Eric do you want? Says, from Jim? What do you want from Jim? <laughs> Eric Eric says, well, for one, it's, it is a fun hobby. It's something he enjoys doing. But he says that it's really—he um, says it's like gathering evidence. They're, you know, it's it's showing the non-believers that yes, we do actually have another side. We can communicate with them. They can communicate with us. He says it's helping to bridge the two worlds. So he he's saying that that's what your purpose is: bridging the two worlds, for gathering the evidence, showing us, showing people. So he says, you know, as long as you enjoy it and it's something that you feel called to do, keep doing it. And he says, keep a collection of it because someday you, um, he's talking about you compiling it and um, uh, gathering data and bringing new information through with what you collect
4: on your EDP, whether you yeah, write well, a all.
2: or you make a video or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: You know, you know, and, and Eric knows this too. That I spread the word about channeling Eric to everybody oh. I I know and see. I really do, and and yeah, some of them cringe, and yeah, I some know, of them you know, listen. Oh, I know mm-hmm. the the cringers and the non-believers, but I don't care. I mean, I throw it up in their face and say, "Look, make up. This you, is what's man. going on."
2: Another yeah. great yeah. one. He, he said,
4: "Can he I says ask that a real quick like question?"
2: Sure. Let me tell you, though, he just said it, it's hard to discredit an EVP. It's right there. They can't, you know, they may not this be able to one, explain it, well, but it's the reason I'm wondering. Yeah, and this one is so clear.
4: Yeah, you heard it, Alisa. You it, you know, it's yeah, the IT stalker.
1: And I, yeah, I, want, I would like you, please, because I don't know how to find it again, to send that to me again so I will post it when I uh, – when I publicized this uh, show, but go ahead. What was your other, oh,
4: your oh, last question? Absolutely. Well, the last question is is real quick. Um, you talked about attachments and Eric, do you see any attachments to me? Uh,
2: okay. I'm not, I'm not asking them. I'm getting
0: no. Yeah,
1: you're you're, you're too you up. No. you're too up. You're you're you're, in a, you're you're too high of vibration. There's no freaking way. All right, well, thank you for calling, sweetie. <laughs> Talk to you okay, later, Okay, Thank you. Love you.
4: Okay. Love you
2: more.
1: Bye. Bye. Okay, we got one. Uh, somebody from the 404. Erica, what's up? How you doing?
2: Hey, Elisa. Danny from Kennesaw. How are you?
1: Hi. What's your name again?
2: Danny, this is my dad. Was oh, his, just on. Oh my God! Okay. Oh, okay. That's right. So,
1: yeah. I forgot your name.
2: Okay. I what love you got? his EVPs, but his EVPs are awesome, by the way. Oh yeah. So, pretty cool. Okay, what you got? For I just us? had a yeah. I had a quick question. My um best friend Kim, actually, which is funny. Her dad mm-hmm. passed away last year, and I was just wondering oh. if there was any. Messages from Billy.
1: What's your friend's na- first name?
2: My best friend's first name is Kim. But her dad Oh yeah oh yeah, Billy. of course
1: she did it. I'm sorry. And and his her dad is Billy. Okay, go for
2: it. Mm-hmm. And She's her dad. Sorry. He, he was, was like a second dad. And he's Aww. on this side. With us. Um okay. She's making me um, feel like he's really bad about it, like he's taking it really hard. Um, yeah. Wait, the, his his own it, death?
1: Hmm. Hit Billy. The, the death. Of Billy's death. Kim's father is Billy, and that and Billy died, right?
2: Uh, Danny. Right. And Billy died. And, it, right. Okay. Okay. And then and, so did. So, Kim is still here and Billy died. Are they both? Right, died? So No, no, no. no. So so my, also, my best friend is still no, here. No, no. Who's taking
4: it oh, hard?
1: Okay. Kim or Billy, or both?
2: So, Kim is the one who's here. I have the names mixed up. The one who's here is taking it hard. Kim is taking yeah. it hard. Is That's what, what it I thought, feels yeah. Like. yeah. She's taking it very mm. hard. Um, oh, great. The dad. How long ago was this? Just this last year. It was a year ago in April? Mm. Year ago in April. And mm-hmm. and so the dad is trying to um, trying to send her signs, and he says that she's missing him. With what sign? Her card if oh, she's taking it.
4: He yeah. What
2: sign? He she... says. Go yeah, ahead. What she gets a say? lot of signs. She gets a lot of signs he, from him, which I'm surprised about. But she usually gets a lot, but she I guess she might be missing more. Maybe missing some, yeah. So what is she missing? He's mm-hmm. missing. She's saying that he he's missing some of them. Um. He's saying, can she hear him? Can she hear him? Um. I don't know. I think her her son might because he draws pictures of him. And his name is wow. Hollis, and he's a, he's like six, and he draws Pop Pop with that's what he called him. Wow, he, he'll he'll draw Billy with angel wings all the time. Oh wow. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's around. He's around Hollis all the time. And and he is, and so but what he's saying is he's actually talking to his daughter. Billy is talking mm-hmm. to him, and that. She, she is just not quite hearing it, and she's right. missing it. That's what I. mean, I think. she's missing the audible. Um, she's
1: missing the audible. Getting the signs, but missing the
2: auditory. Okay. Right. Yes. 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 She's missing some of it. Um, what well, does she need well, to try to
1: capture EVPs? Is that the way to capture the audio? Maybe. I asked my dad to do she that. She could, before. and it would.
2: It it would give her some hope, but. What he, you know, what he's saying is, um, he's making me feel like she is trying very hard not to allow her feelings to come up and not to let the grief. Yeah,
4: um, not that's what stuff to breathe. No, oh god, and no, that's so hurt.
2: So he's saying by her doing that, she is actually making a block, like a block in her heart. Right. And he said right. it's natural to grieve. She needs to cry. She needs to scream. Yeah, to let it out. He knows. You need to lean into the grief to get to the grief. Get it that, through that it. That she yeah. lost him. Yeah, you know. Right. She she loved him. It does not feel fair to her. And he said she's right. got to get that grieving out of her, and mm. she will be able to start con start having more of a communication with them and a contact with them. But until she can get some of that heaviness out of her system, um, it's going to be really hard for her to hear him. He loves her. Well, he does watch still... out for her? Well, m- he, maybe it I'm would sorry. be a good
1: idea for her to talk to him through a medium like Kim. I would talk to him. Yeah, she wants to. She. I, yeah,
2: she wants to, so, but up, you know, man. she was. Hook aunt- her up with Kim. You know? She was angry because he died of alcoholism, and, he, you know, yeah. they always tried to get him to go to the doctor, and it was so sudden, yeah. but she was just, I Aww. think there's still a little bit of angry.
1: There's yeah. a little bit of anger mm-hmm. still left, but, I of mean. And that makes it, it difficult to create.
2: Right, know? nobody chooses to be an alcoholic. You don't wake up and say, hey, I'm going to be an alcoholic today. So, yeah, it's really. like, its you know, but it, it's still hard because it was so sudden, and, you know, she didn't yeah. expect him to go so fast.
1: But if if you want, Danny, I can help you uh, create some questions uh, for her to ask, like spiritual spiritual contract stuff and and all that stuff. So, yeah, hook her up with Kim. Kim is awesome. All right. I think I'm going to go to one last caller, if if that's okay with you guys.
2: Is that cool? Okay. Thank you so so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Danny. Her her dad loves her, and he's sorry. Of
1: course. Oh. All right, one last caller, the 336 area code. Hi there, how are you doing? You've hey been there. so patient. You've been uh, fine. You've been so patient.
4: How are you? I'm good. Um, so my name's Nick. I'm in North Carolina. And, um, Beautiful state. Recently, um, I'm sorry, what was that?
1: Beautiful state. My Beautiful daughter state. and her husband lived there oh, in yeah. Cary, North Carolina, for a little bit, for one year.
4: Oh, yeah. Cary's a great place to live. But, oh, yeah, we've got the mountains oh. and the beach. Yeah, it's
1: a great I know. Place.
4: But, anyways, oh. um, so recently I've, I've been getting the feeling it's time for a career change. Um, but I'm not exactly sure um, what career path I need to go down. All I know is that it's time for a change. But I wanted to know if Eric had any advice or if there's anything specific um, career wise he sees me doing. Good First, question.
2: he starts with what he always starts with is do what you love and the money will follow.
1: Oh, that's true.
2: So what and does Nick
1: love? Can... <laughs> that's the <a> question. <laughs> what does Nick love?
4: Well, I love he... to travel, but you got to have money to travel, you know. Well,
1: not necessarily. What if you had a reality not necessarily. show with the Travel Channel uh, that's cool? I mean, you never know. It's all sorts of stuff.
2: You know, and Eric, um, right, when you were sure. talking about it, Eric, Eric started talking about the service industry. And so I'm going, okay, you want me to tell him he's going to go work at a restaurant or something, Eric? And now that you've said that, I know, know what he's talking about. Um, like a cruise ship working on Ooh, a cruise ship for a while on a, oh, wow, where, that is fun. you know, maybe you're going to be, maybe you're going to be a cook or maybe you're going to, you know, maybe you're eating, housekeeping or something, but he's, or yeah, social or director, a, a social director yeah. but he's talking about this being a good next step for you. Um, and that you're going to get to meet people, do something you love, they'll be networking. And he says, this isn't your final stop, but this is what's going to lead you to the next step. Yeah. He says there's okay. more to come, and you'll discover it after you do this for a while. But that's what he's making me feel like would be a really good fit for you. All right, so right before we close, okay. so
1: that I can't run into the other show. What is the next definitive step
2: Nick needs to do right now, tomorrow? He says get clear with what you want, make a list, a board to the universe of what your needs are. You know, you need you need a paycheck. You need this. You need that. You 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 want to travel? And he said, make your list. And he said, then let it go. But pay attention to the synchronicities and things you hear and mm. see, and just start looking, and you'll find it. He says if you get really good at watching the synchronicities and that, he said it'll find you. Good. And you know, Nick, you can always call back you'll just and touch base with the right us. Place. Nikki
1: can always call back and, and touch base with us. But anyway, I'm going to have to close down the show, people. Thank you so much, Eric. I love you. Thank you so much, Kim. I, I love, love you. I love you,
2: too, Mom. You oh, guys, book, too, a
1: session, oh, book a session with her because she's really awesome, as you can tell. Embody-light.com. Please check her out. And until next time, I love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good
2: night, everyone.